Hey listeners, you're listening to the Creators Life podcast. And this week on the show, we had creative director Ben Mohorn. Um, he's one of our own from Strive Inc. And we are so lucky that he was able to take time out of his crazy editing schedule to sit down and talk with us. I know. He was probably in the middle of three videos or something when he decided to tune into our podcast. But yeah, the, the learner and the doer, Ben Mohorn. It was so great to hear his story and um, things he's thinking about for the future too. Yeah, I think one of the really cool things about Ben is that he's really a behind the scenes guy. Um, a lot of us at Strive are out talking to people majority of the day for our jobs, but Ben is usually behind the camera. And so I was really grateful that he like took the time to like sit down and talk with us so that people can get to know him better and know his story. Um, but yeah, he was awesome. He had lots of cool insight about video editing, about what it means to not go to college. He was homeschooled. I think there's a lot that our listeners probably don't know about Ben. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just know him as the guy that creates our cool hype videos. Yeah. <laughs> really taken over the creative role. But um, things that stuck out to me, um, he talked about when he was younger, he was always playing Legos and doing something creative. And so that's when it really started. And um, he created his own website and he's always wanted to know more about a camera I think every like couple months Ben is getting a new toy yeah and and Taylor and Eric and and me and all of us in the office are like oh whoa look at that Ronin or like the pocket Osmo yeah that just goes to show like he's always been super curious and hungry to learn more and he said he watches YouTube videos all the time constantly and that's that's how he learns Mm -hmm. um like his primary choice over like reading a book or a podcast right. which is really cool mm-hmm. um and yeah that he's just always going forward and that's just kind of who he is and he's always been that way yeah which is so full, cool full disclosure i'm a big ben mohorn fan um <laughs> he, like just like sarah said he totally inspired me to kind of get interested in videography i'm not very good at it but like I got a really new camera because of him um, and I had to interview him the first couple months I was hired at Strive and I remember him saying, because I was like, how did you do this? Like videography is no small task. There's so much that goes into it that people don't realize like what made you decide to do it? And he was like, you have to just like not worry about what other people think and you just have to try it. He's like, try anything, do anything, learn as much as you can. Um, And that's just really stuck with me. Like try anything. Like I... I, I love that. And so I think um, that really shows in the amount of knowledge he has about videography and the amount of work he's put in towards his, towards his craft, quite honestly. Yeah. And his, he's very approachable. Right. I have a lot of students who are working on things and they will text me, academy students that is, can, you know, they'll ask me first, which is great, but I'm like, let me direct you to Ben. Right. And <laughs> they always get their um, question answered quickly because Ben's very timely and he's great about um, helping people as Mm -hmm. well and I think that's so cool that he's relatable he's approachable like I said and people want to be like him right and I mean who wouldn't I think that's awesome and sometimes I think too like the creative world or the photography world can be really I don't know I would I want to say maybe protective like a lot of the time people like that don't want to like share their work or how they got there because they want to be like the only one who can do it and Ben is not like that at all like if I took Ben's video and created a template from it and then just pretty much made the exact same thing 
then would be like, that's awesome. You could do Mm -hmm. this, 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 and this. Whereas I feel like some people might be like thinking that I'm like a copycat or something, but I think that's great. Just like what you said, he's approachable. He can teach other students. He, yeah, he's just all, he's a, what's the word I'm looking for? He's well-rounded. Yeah. In a lot of different ways. Yeah. And we talk about his athletic career a little bit, how Mm -hmm. he was homeschooled um, and some of his side hobbies. So we're really excited to share this podcast with you. Um, Ben Mohorn's a big part of our team. People often refer to him as the GOAT, the greatest (laughs) of all time, Tim Holes. Um, I don't know how many times I see that in Instagram DMs. (laughs) Um, but uh, yeah, a role model, someone to learn from. And um, yeah, we're really grateful to have him on our team. So not to waste any more time, here's Ben Mohorn. Welcome to the Creator's Life Podcast, where we sit down with young professionals, dreamers, and doers to learn more about how they do what they do. We are your hosts. Welcome to the Creator's Life Podcast where we sit down with young professionals, dreamers, and doers to learn more about how they do what they do. We are your hosts, Sarah and Alyssa, and we can't wait to share their stories. He's our creative director, so we're really excited to have you, Ben. Hey, thank you for having me. It's awesome to be on the podcast. Yeah. Well, we're actually tuning in with Ben over Zoom, so we're doing a three-way call here. And Alyssa and I are in Lincoln, and he's in the Henderson office, so this is pretty common for Strive and Be Normal, but like always, we like to start our podcast out with introductions, so Ben, if you just want to take a little bit and kind of tell us about your role at Strive, um, how you got started, uh, just anything you think listeners should know. All right, yeah. Um, So my name is Ben Mohorn. I currently live in New York, Nebraska, and I'm the creative director for Strive, and I'm 19 years old, so um, I'm super thankful and grateful that I have this opportunity to be able to do what I do every day, and um, I get to create intro videos for state events and tell different types of stories of different athletes across the state, and I do a lot of photography as well with that, so my day-to-day job changes a lot, so. So talk to us about being 19 years old, working full time and having a skill set that a lot of people who are um, like in their 20s, 30s, 40s that are, they all wish that they had that and kind of look at you like you've been working for a really long time or um, you got a degree in some sort of creative field. So what's it like being 19 and like, how did you get this skill set so quickly? Well, all right. I would say this. I don't think that my skill set has just appeared overnight and it hasn't just like come super quickly. Like I was actually just reminiscing about this, that like me and my creative abilities did not start just overnight. Like they started like 16 years ago when I was three and playing with Legos. So like, Video itself for me has only been in the process for less than two years here. And so like trying to learn that has been insane, but like creative projects and everything have been in my life forever. And so I feel like it just kind of grows. Like I didn't know when I was 10 that I would be here. 
Like I thought I'd be playing football somewhere or I'd be in college. And like, that was my dream. And like, I love playing Legos and just like having a GoPro and going around taking photos and videos. And that was like my life. But I never thought that like, I'd be a creative director for a company or like that. I'd be able to create some awesome videos that tell insane stories of different athletes. So Ben, talk to me a little bit about your schooling. I know you were homeschooled and um, you took a few classes at York High School and played sports and we're also a part of a group in Grand Island. So what did that look like for you growing up? Yeah, so I was homeschooled up until my sophomore year of high school. And then I was enrolled at York High part-time. So I'd go up for four classes in the morning and do um, some main electives and courses. And so I was able to get that hands-on experience at the high school and be able to play sports, but I was also able to still be homeschooled. And I did an online course that was out of Idaho. And so um, I got to learn some really cool stuff. Like I didn't quite learn Spanish, but I learned Latin. So that's a little bit different. But um, yeah, so kind of being homeschooled allowed me to have a little bit more freedom that I could focus on what I wanted to learn. And I'm very thankful to my parents for that and that they also allowed me to be able to go and play sports at York. And I got to be on the championship team for York and that was awesome. But yeah, so I was enrolled at York High and at my house as well, but I also did an online, or I also did a course in GI that was a, called Create 308. And they were a creative class that was six different guys that were around my same age that all just loved to create. And so we would go over once a week and just create different things. Like we would create logos or videos or photos or different creative skills. And so it was kind of just cool being able to see that like it wasn't just video that like you could do, you could have a creative foot in any of those different genres. And so it kind of opened up the door that like I could do photography and video and like learn graphic design. Do you, do you think that because of the fact that you got to do so many non-traditional experiences, like did that have a big impact on your decision to not want to go to school? Was that kind of just like a last minute thing? Cause kind of like you said at the beginning, you were thinking about maybe playing college football. You at mm -hmm. least thought you'd be in college and now you're not. And I know that for a lot of our listeners, and it's kind of a generational difference now that people aren't really wanting to go to college just because it's so expensive and it's so stressful and it's so time consuming. So like, do you think having a lot of these non-traditional experiences have shaped your decision not to go to college? Is it just in you that you didn't want to? Were your parents supportive of it or what did that look like? Yeah, so, like, even three years ago, my plan was to go to college, and, like, that was my dream, and I wanted to play high school sports and play, or not high school sports, I wanted to play football, but it was, I kind of got into that creative field of videography and photography, and it started to pull my interest, not so much just football. And I saw that there's also other opportunities to go out and do different stuff because like my focus had just been football. And so 
having that door open that I could go and make money doing videography, it was a new avenue for me to pursue. My focus has always just been football and everything. And then senior year came around and I had done one video and it kind of taken off and it was like, whoa, like this is awesome and I want to pursue that more. And so I had a GoPro and a like DSLR camera that was kind of cheap, but like I would have my mom film football games and then I would find different kids around York that would film. And so I would take those videos and combine it into like a 40 second video. And like that just kept growing my interest in it and everything. And then I met Taylor and he asked me to follow him around doing vlogs for him. And it was kind of like, this is really cool. Like I can see myself doing this in the future or like starting to get more into that. I knew that I wanted to pursue it more, but I didn't know what I wanted to pursue. And so I know I was looking at UNL for the journalism camp or not camp, but school. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of just like on the fence between like, I know it would be awesome to go and to get that experience and like to be at college and everything. And that would be sweet. But it was, I didn't want to spend the money going. And it was like, if strive wouldn't have popped up, I would have went and I would have been at UNL right now instead. Well, but um Taylor offered me an internship over the summer and I kind of just jumped at it I was like why not like it's what I want to do and I get to create and like get paid on the side so I can't argue with that but um yeah so then when school started in August of this last year he offered me a full-time role and I was like I have just enjoyed this last summer and just being able to create and not being like tied down that like I have to study books every day or like that I can just have creative freedom that like I can tell different stories that I want. And I was just jumped at that. So like, there's always a possibility of college in the future, but at this current moment, like I love what I do and I'm not going to change that. So. Yeah, Ben, and I just want to recap here for our listeners. This Ben is a person who discovered at a young age, like when he talked about using Legos, that he liked to create. And he was kind of a pioneer in that area. He just Mm -hmm. talked about he would bring his GoPro or his camera to football games. And he was just doing it because he liked it. Mm -hmm. He wasn't, you know, probably in that I need a hustle mode kind of thing. He just loved it. And so you are choosing to stay in Henderson and work and do your passion right now, knowing that it could change next year mm-hmm. um, or even in five years, but you're, you love your freedom and you love what you're doing and you made a choice to do that. And I think that is so hard for people yeah. sometimes because they think we have to go to college or, you know, go pursue something else, but that's cool that you've had the courage and you just, you can make decisions mm-hmm. and you do what you love. And um, that's really cool. And you're 19. Yeah, I'm 24 and wish I could do that more. <laughs> I mean, I, and I don't like, I don't want our listeners to think college is the worst. It sucks. Like Sarah and no, I, had, no. we had very different experiences. Sarah loved it. I just kind of did it to did it. And Ben didn't go at all. And we all still ended up somewhere no. that we were like, we all love our jobs. We all um, get to do something we're really passionate about. So every path is different and every path gets you where you need to get. But the really cool thing, yeah, about Ben is that he's 19 
he decided to go against the grain a little bit and it really paid off. So yeah. kind of going off of that, one of my, like one of the things that I find most interesting about you, Ben, is that you're self-taught. Mm-hmm. And like, I think videography is really cool. And like, I've tried my hand at it, but we always joke at Strive. We're like, we're never, we're never a Ben Mohorn. Yeah. Like, there's only one Ben Mohorn. That's Ben Mohorn level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, can you talk to the listeners a little bit about how you taught yourself? Um, I mean, I've tried to sit and watch YouTube videos. That's just yeah. not my thing. Me neither. But like, how, how do you, my fingernails. <laughs> yeah. How did you end up like teaching yourself all this stuff or what resources did you find? Yeah, so I'm not quite the regular on learning video editing, but yeah, YouTube has been a huge help to me. And like I, like I've said, I've always had a camera. Like I started off with GoPro and started off with, then had a Canon DSLR. I think it was in Canon 80D. And so I wasn't involved with video until two years ago. I took a ton of photos and I learned Lightroom and that kind of helped because that was part of the Adobe suite. Right. And so I got to know like a tiny bit of that experience of what Adobe looked like, but trying to learn Premiere was a whole new animal. Mm-hmm. And so um, I had done one video before I'd done my soccer video. And that was the first video I ever made. And so the GoPro GoPro has this app called Quick, and if you film, you can put all the video clips into Quick, and it makes your video for you, add some music, makes some cuts and transitions, and I did that, and I was like, that's awesome. I want to pursue that more, and so my soccer coach um, approached me, and he's like, hey, soccer season's coming up. It would, we would love to do a video like this for our season, and I was like, yeah, sure. I'm all hands down. I want to try it. I want to do it. And so we had the creative suite and I never touched Premiere Pro before. And I looked at it and I was like, okay, I need some help. So I started Googling and just YouTubing different things. And I found this guy named Peter McKinnon, which he's blown up a lot now. And he's a huge YouTuber, but yeah, I found some of his tutorials and he just helped guide like me on how to learn the basics of Premiere. And after that, it kind of just kept growing. And like what I wanted to learn, I would just YouTube or Google and like put all my resources into trying to figure out how to make that and just spend hours on learning that process. And so it's not quite the normal way of learning it as in a classroom or something. But like I say this all the time, if you want to learn something, you just have to do it. You can't sit back and wait for somebody to teach you how to do it because you'll never get anywhere with that. So I'd say that good some of my day is spent learning something new or listening to somebody else teaching their creative process and trying to learn different ways to create and tell a story. And so it kind of varies day to day. If I'm working on a project, usually I'm not, unless I'm trying to find like a new transition or some way of telling a different story, I'm looking for different ways to learn. But from the day to day, it's usually the same. And I'm just watching people trying to learn their creative process and how they lay out their platforms and their 
um, storyboarding per se. But yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of YouTube and I watch a lot of YouTube. And I would say that probably I put at least an hour or two a day, maybe three into learning from other people just to try to grow my knowledge. Mm -hmm. I know I've witnessed you um, look something up. Like if you're trying to do a cut or something, this, my lingo here isn't going to be correct. I'm not a video editor here, but if you wanted something to like spin, I know with the hype videos for basketball, like you had the basketball, like go in and out or something like you would look up how to do that if you didn't know how to do it. And then it would be in the video like 20 minutes later. So um, that's really cool that if you have something up to mind or if, if you have, if you have an idea about what you want your video to do or how you want it to look, and you've seen it before you research it, you figure it out and then you do it yourself. Is that pretty correct? Yeah, yeah I would say that's pretty close. Yeah, even on top of that, I know I've asked Ben questions before because I mess I have a I have a GoPro and I have a little pocket Osmo. Um, and that's pretty like those aren't super fancy or anything, but I've even found myself going to Ben because I know that yeah. he does the research and then he's really good about like learning it and then you're also really good about like teaching it back which is why i think like a lot of sarah's academy students mm -hmm. they're like we want to be like ben mohorn like yeah. we, like people are just so impressed with like your knowledge and your work ethic so after like listening to all the ways that you've learned all this stuff um why do you like to create like you watch a lot of youtube about how other people do it i'm sure you follow tons of people on social media who also kind of have the same passions as you but if like someone asks you why you like to create so much or why you like photography or videography or graphic design or all the components of your job, like what is your favorite part about that? Ooh, that's tough. Um, I would say probably one of my favorite reasons. All right. I'll give a couple of reasons here. So one of, <laughs> one of my reasons would be that I love seeing something come from nothing. And so with video or photography, like that it started out as an idea and whether it's a day later or a week later or a year later that you can bring it into life and that like it could become a full video and telling the story and that it can just come from nowhere to something. And that's awesome that you can be able to create that and that you're your own type of artist, that there's painters and photographers, videographers, that there's graphic designers and that they all are their different type of artist, And that's awesome that I can create something that came from nothing. Yeah. So my second reason would be that I love just telling stories and that capturing a photo that relays a story or telling a video that can tell the story of how basketball game went or how, the intro to a basketball game to create more nerves or feeling for the event itself is awesome. All right, Ben, you talked a lot about your love for creating and videography. Um, so what's been some struggles or some hurdles that you've had to overcome um, on the personal side, your freelance work and working for Strive? The hurdle for myself is having time management and try and find time to do my own personal stuff and also try and stay ahead of getting burnt out and that like, I don't want to hit that rut that I just hate or dread creating, 
but I love creating right now and I want to just be in it as much as I can and telling as many stories as I can and capturing as much as I can. Time management. We all struggle with that. Yeah. There's a lot to do and not enough time to do I it. Know. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back with our rapid fire questions. So we are back with our rapid fire questions, which are the three questions we ask every single one of our interviewees. So Ben, the first question we have for you is what book is in your hand? Um, so I'm not much of a reader and I need to change <laughs> that, but I'm working on that. That's a work in progress. But um, I just finished reading Love Does by, oh, um, what is it? Bob Goff. Bob Goff. Yeah, Bob Goff. I was about to say Rob, but Bob Goff. His son is Rob, right? Yeah. The NEA. Yeah. And that was a really good book. Um, and it was just like, I don't do a ton of reading. So it was just really cool getting something out of my comfort zone to read. And then the second question is, what voice is in your ear? Um, yeah, so I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I watch a lot of YouTube. And so somebody that's in my ear right now, I just found this podcast channel called This Guy Edits. And they break down, like, professional movie productions or films in different scenes. And so they also have a YouTube channel, and they just – they're really good and really solid podcast. And I'm always watching Peter McKinnon and seeing what he's working on and trying to learn from him and his process. And so. Yeah. I think that's really cool that you're listening to a podcast about big movie productions. I mean, talk about a learner, Ben. Yeah. You. <laughs> I wish I could sit down and learn that much from you. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. It, I love learning how they tell stories or how they lay out their edits and how the people that are in the professional um, market for this, how they make their cuts or how they tell their story. And so yeah. I'm nowhere near a professional or a master and I'm still learning because I've only been doing this for less than two years, but right. um, yeah, if I can learn something from a professional, that'd be sweet. Cool. Awesome. And then our last question is, what's on your mind? Uh, I have a couple video projects currently and a bunch of photos that I have to edit, but mm -hmm. probably mostly what's on my mind right now is trying to figure out what we're going to do for state soccer and state track and different yeah. video projects for that. So cool. Yeah. Well, Ben, what are you looking forward to maybe this summer? Um, take, I know you just went to Hawaii and yeah. you got some really awesome footage. And I think that's great that you got to take a little break and capture beauty in a different way that doesn't involve sports. So are you taking another trip anytime soon or an adventure, maybe just around York or a new area you want to explore? What are you just looking forward to? I want to take a couple different trips, but I would say – I definitely want to go to Colorado. I love the mountains and I love um, wildlife. And I think that would just be awesome to capture. I haven't, it's been a while since I've actually been in the mountains to capture any type of wildlife. We were there um, six months ago and it was like all snowy and everything and a blizzard was coming in and it just didn't work well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think if anywhere, 
it would be Colorado. I love like Tahoe in California yeah. and that's a beautiful area. So, well, you definitely have a cool aesthetic about your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have to link his page in our show notes here, but, um, it really reminds me of Peter McKinnon too. That makes sense why he's one of your biggest role models, but I love your stuff, Ben. A lot of people do and the wildlife mountains and kind of that eerie look is, is what I get when I look at it. Cool. Well, um, thanks so much, Ben, for uh, joining us today and talking about a little bit about your story and how you've become a creator and um, what it's like to constantly be learning and editing and sharing stories. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. It was awesome being able to do it and talk with you guys. So. 